This podcast is brought to you by Clean Cup Coffee, 100% organic, non-GMO coffee delivered straight to your door. They're not just coffee beans. They got all sorts of coffee products from soaps to candles. Place your order today at cleancupcoffee.com. You got any questions or comments while you're listening? Feel free to use the hashtag RacesRecap. If you want to see the video versions of this podcast, check it out at RacesRecap.com. Look forward to chatting with you. Hey there! What do you say there, world? Welcome to the Racers Recap Season 29, Episode 7 of The Amazing Race. My name is Justin. I'm Diana. James Earl. And today we are lucky enough to have one half of Team Mike and Liz, Mike Rado. Is it Rado or Rado? Rado. You got it the first time. Rado. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me, guys. It's like there's things that make long A's. Okay. <laughs> now, uh, Mike, did you guys have a color on the team? Because I saw you had a green bandana, now you're wearing a blue bandana. Was there any kind of color? We had a purple no. one on this last night. No, you know what? And I, I did the bandanas, counting on a memory challenge at the very end of the race. I did the bandanas in the color of the rainbow, because I can remember that mnemonic device, the Roy G. Biv, red, orange, yellow, <laughs> green, blue, indigo, violet. So That's great. That awesome. Every leg I wore a different one, just counting out. I'd seen past seasons where, you know, they just showed them pictures from, and they had to figure out from like a close up picture where they were. And I'm like, well, if I can get the bandanas on. Oh, look at you. I like it. Thinking ahead. Oh, thinking ahead. Yeah, a little race strategy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really we, we didn't have a color because we didn't know each other. So it was. Yeah. I didn't know if they gave you guys business. colors after you guys paired up. No, they didn't. But you guys have you guys have seen Liz's backpack, so she could have pretty much matched whatever I wore. Anyhow, how how she managed to carry that backpack so long it, it astounds me because I ditched so much stuff. Like, because you feel every ounce, you feel it, and I was just like, oh, nope, yeah. don't need this, don't need that. She's a beast. A sc- she is a beast. <laughs> and they had a scale at the airport in Tanzania, and we weighed it, and it was like. Pushing over fifty pounds at one point. Oh, it was really? heavy like, our underwear. It was massive. My bag was like well, twenty, maybe twenty five pounds at the start, and then we ditched along the way. So uh, no, I'm telling you, Monomai's combined at the start was thirty seven combined, and when we came back, wow. it was fifteen. Like I'm telling you, we wow. ditched everything. Yeah, I mean, you you know what? You get used to it. Mine. Mine was just under 20, and I'm a real big dude, so it didn't bother me at all. Yeah, but that seems about right. I'm carrying hers, chucking it in the overhead bins on every plane, and it's like, because oh she's God. not. The plane dips to one off. side when you put it up in there. Oh, my stars, yeah. And I love I love Liz to bits, but that, that was a heavy bag. All right. So, running for the mat. I'm carrying her bag, and we know we're in first, and we know they're right behind us. Carrying both bags, and she's like, "Come on, come on, man! Like, what, what do you want me? Like, if you you got to carry something, <laughs> carry the twenty pound bag, damn it! Yeah, take this one. But no, she was great. Um, she definitely left stuff along the way because it was it was absurd the size of that bag. But hey, you know, each their own. All right, let's get into it. Um, we're kicking off the episode with uh, Liz and Mike talking about family and Mike crying, missing his daughter. I know it was Father's Day. I know that was a huge deal for you. Um, so what else was going on? Was it just that it was Father's Day or was it something else building towards that? 
Um, well, you guys have been on the race, so you know it's like the perfect storm. It was stress. It was Father's Day. It was we just come from Tanzania, you know, Dar es Salaam, which is sub-Saharan Africa, right near the equator, right in the middle of June, and then we're in Norway, like right near the Arctic Circle. So I got a <laughs> savage head cold. Um, which that will, you know, of course, I didn't pack any antihistamines or anything like that. So I got a cold. Or stress. I'm missing my daughter. Real. It was just a perfect storm. But I was. There's still no reason for me to act like that. Hey, listen. Crying on the race is nothing wrong with that. Real men cry, right? Yeah. And here's the thing. I think. I think especially for y'all, it was tough because at least like all of us in our season, we had someone they were close to. Like, so I was with mom, and like, no matter what, like, we may have fought, we may have argued, but like at the end of the day, I can always like bitch to her. She's always on my side, and y'all didn't necessarily always have that. I'm not saying Liz was a bad person, but I'm saying like I no. had that support. I had that support system that y'all didn't have. Like you really were on your own emotionally because you were disconnected from everybody. Yeah, but I also think like the good part about how you and Liz do work together is, you know, even though that you have your differences and your little bickerings, you guys make up quickly and then move on. So I think that is important. Well, that was yeah, that was something we agreed on from day one. Like as we're on our cab on the way to LAX from Grand Oak Park, we're going, look, we're not going to fight. We're not going to be that true, you know, because you, there's nightmare couples on the race, so there's nightmare teams on the race, and there's. I said, if we get into it, we're going to get over it and get past it. And it was her, you know, we both just kind of said, we're going to do this. And yeah, we fought and we argued and it was usually my fault because I'm a horse's ass. <laughs> and uh, it'd, it'd be 30 seconds later. We're like, we're good. We're good. Okay, cool. Moving on. And it was gone. It was literally buried within oh, yeah. seconds. So, That's great. And I just want to clarify, I wasn't, I wasn't knocking Liz at all. I think she's awesome. I'm just saying that you really were kind of by yourself from your whole world. Like your whole world was left behind. And that wasn't true for like no, anyone yeah. else in the past. No, yeah, I, I no, I totally understand what you're saying. And to the credit of all the other racers, we had such a strong bond. Uh, Joey and I, in particular, being you know Irish hockey players, both we had the same job in the military. Um, he knew when he saw me crying on the top of that mountain in Norway, he got everybody away from me. He's like, "Leave him alone." <laughs> They're like, "But." They're like, but he could, he's like, ah, leave him alone. <laughs> like, so he saved a lot of lives that day. Cause I was just like, I had to just, I had to just puke it all out and get it done with so I could reset and go forward. And that's Start what we did. Fresh, yeah. Well, I just want to give a big shout out, Joey, uh, Cavino in the chat room, Redmond in the chat room and my man Vern all the way from China in the chat room. Thanks for chiming in. Uh, I don't see enough viewers here, so I'm going to need you all to give it a little thumbs up, a little share. I love and appreciate each and every one of you. So if you could help grow this amazing show, maybe we can get a sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I like Diana's, uh, Diana's reaction. Yeah. All yeah. right. So they are heading to Venice, one of the most beautiful places on earth, one of the places that pretty much everybody I know wants to visit uh, at some point in their life. Definitely one of uh, the legs of the race that we are extremely jealous of. 118 islands, That's 400 crazy. bridges. This is like, well, my parents have been to Italy like three or four times. Uh, I think they were in Venice last year so this was the first time that they got all excited about a location that they were at that you know like oh St. Mark Square gets so busy so they were really excited to see Venice and you know they're telling me oh those streets really are that oh, narrow yeah. oh they're oh, really yeah. that narrow okay thanks mom and dad so it looked like an awesome <laughs> the, place the TV doesn't make them thinner they didn't I know, edit it I know. Thinner. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah so. it was a good no go ahead go ahead 
Oh, yeah. So uh, on this episode, we're going to get two buses uh, 15 minutes apart to start, everybody, separating the teams uh, in three groups of threes. I like a little bit of separation, but 15 minutes for tasks that are going to take that this long, really not going to make a difference in the end. But we'll see how it all plays out. And the buses that they took were more like party buses than like the, you know, regular city buses. So I think that was pretty... uh, I want to point out one thing on the way to the bus is Logan had his little personality moment and I loved it because they're not showing him at all. Like him, right. and, him and London, they're not showing. So like when he walked up to the board and he like did his little heel clit and he did his little, I forget, it was like some little jig thing. I loved it. Like I lived for that. Because I do think he has like an awesome personality. They're just not showing it at all on TV. Well, Agreed. I do not see it at all on TV. I see it more on his social media for sure than definitely on, on TV. <laughs> Uh, so Scott uh, Logan's great. Yeah, he seems it. Yeah, he seems like he's a huge dude, though. Like very intimidating, but he's always smiling, so he's really not. Hate him immediately because I'm like six foot three, and I'm used to being the tallest dude in the room. And he shows up, and he's like six foot five, and he's Ron. gorgeous. And I'm a <laughs> great dude, and I could say he's stunning. So I'm like, oh, I hate you. I know I hate you. And you talk to him, and I'm like, I can't even hate this dude because he's so cool. He's got that southern charm. He's all laid back, like super cool dude. So yeah. as badly as I wanted to hate Logan, I couldn't do it. Even Justin was like, man, that's a good-looking guy. Yeah, that is like, a good-looking dude. Like. <laughs> <laughs> James, can't I'll- argue with him. <laughs> oh, I'm, trust me, I've already said that many weeks. <laughs> yeah, it's hot as hell. It's like, not even front. <laughs> well, there you go. And Team Lolo got some good uh, screen time this week. I'm actually going to give him some shout-outs a little bit later on. So let's get to it. There's a boat race to Piazza, San Marco. And before we get to the boat race, we see a little cut scene with Scott talking about how Brooke being negative is hurting the team and he is trying to keep his cool and not spark any of her negative attitude. So at least he's noticing, but he's kind of throwing her under the bus a little bit. I, uh, I'd have to watch the, this week's race with Mama D because I was back home. And the moment when Scott was like, not with her, <laughs> my mom laughed so hard and we had to re- rewind it like four times. Um, <laughs> To their credit, though, they still work together so well, but the, you can see the friction within the race. I think yeah. they're probably the best of friends now, but you can see the friction, and I'm just impressed they're able to work through it. Because most teams would just crumble with that. They would. Yeah, it kind of feels like he's like he's watching himself to influence Brooke, um, and really Brooke, I, I don't think Brooke's like taking anything from Scott about maybe trying to be more positive and trying to like have a better attitude about it. She has the same problem I had, the self-awareness. Like she doesn't understand like how her actions are affecting everybody around them mm-hmm. and how that. that's making her see them. So trust me, I know that's a problem. I'm working on it. My self-awareness, very low. <laughs> I'm getting to it. I'm getting there. <laughs> All right. So we got the boat race uh, where they must look for a moth ah. street sweeper. Okay. Oh, I thought he was going to chime in. There was a boat race where they must look for a Mark Street street sweeper. Okay, now I'm a little uh, upset. Why did nobody know what the Spezzino meant besides Tara? Did nobody? Well, Tara knew because she speaks Italian, so she knew. I don't know what that means. Don't judge yeah, them. No, no, but, no. Okay. But they knew, and they had hours before they got to the task. No, okay. No, they're on a bus, no, they... Justin. They're on a bus with yeah. nothing else on it. Okay. With a driver that speaks yeah. Italian. Or, or the taxi ride to the... Piazza. With the attacks, yeah. Somebody has got to speak Italian. I don't judge him for that. 
Well, you know Justin's like Mr. Amazing Race. That that's the stuff no, that he picks. I'm just, I'm just and asking. You, maybe I'm, maybe I missed something. What's how up? do you go to the square and not know what you're looking for before you get there? I guess I, don't, I just don't think they had any access. Like maybe, okay, maybe you talked to the, the taxi drivers, but it's not like you had a Google or a really big pit stop. You were on the bus at 3 a.m. and you probably slept that whole way because you're waking up in the middle of the night. And then when you get I, I, there, I think that was the biggest part of it. It was the 3 a.m. Is we are all gassed, like right. You know, it was a long leg of the race from, from because the non-eliminate or the keep racing in, in Norway, right, in into Milan through the middle of the night. We never saw the sun in Milan. You got to understand, we were in and out of there under the cover of darkness. It was crazy, oh, wow. and completed that roadblock and oh. know, take the take the cab to Lake Como. So by the end of Lake Como, we are, and we get up and get on this bus and. That's you know we're all laughing at the when you take your times we're all slap happy at that point we're all just kind of like so jo- Joey just said that they didn't you guys didn't actually get the clue until you got off the bus which I'll give you that on the bus but you still took a water taxi on the way there and on the water taxi you should be doing something besides looking at the beautiful places damn yeah. Mike yeah I mean hindsight and all that yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you're right of course I'm always going to do a million pick. things. There's there always, a million things I'd have done differently in our, on the race, obviously. Yeah, trust me, I'm, one, I'm harder on myself than anybody else. So I, I, I was I'm, counting on, I was counting on Tara and Joey because we were working together the whole time, and I knew she spoke Italian. But because they got that first bus, I'm like, ah, yeah. <laughs> no. All right, so Joey says the other team seemed to wait for him to figure things out or wait for their team to figure things out and follow them. Mike, how do you feel about that comment? <laughs> uh, well, I think I just validated that. I, I followed Tara. I want to make that very clear. I followed Tara. No, um, you know, Joey and Joey and Tara and Liz and I at LAX, we just formed a real close bond because Joey and Tara and I were the oldest ones there and right. the three parents there, you know, they both got kids and they're terrific parents. And Liz just wound up stuck with the old folks home over in the corner <laughs> there. Uh, this is a defining so episode it, for her. So I definitely want to uh, speak about that. Yeah. It, it wasn't even a, you know, it wasn't even an alliance. I wouldn't call it that because Joey, Tara and I, we didn't have any secretive deals. We didn't clear everybody. We were working together we were going to help each other out as much as possible. You know, when they took first place, nobody was happier than Liz and I, because we're like, all right, we just want to let's let them, you know, we were pumped. Like we're excited. Like we were wicked close. And yeah, it was a good one. You guys know how it is when you race with people, you love the bonds you can get with people. And- yeah. Yeah. I'm well, James Earl more than we, uh, <laughs> we didn't really get a chance to bond. We thought, uh, Kelsey and Joey were our best friends and they were like waiting to U-turn us. Just couldn't. I'd like to point out, you give me so much smad. I was so nice to you on us. Stood up for y'all so much on the race. I definitely, and, and watching some of the bonus footage. I really appreciate watching. Uh, I, I appreciate you behind the scenes when you're not around me, you, you act the same way. So I do appreciate that. <laughs> I mean, I understand who I am. Did you guys do one before it aired, before the premiere? Did you all like get together and say, "Hey, I love you, no matter what happens"? Because we definitely, did that. we definitely did that in the group meeting chat. We're like, "Look, we're yeah. show." I don't even remember what I said. That kind of happened like right after our finish line. People were like, "Oh, you know, I, I might have so said, yeah. said this about you, and I might have said this about you." 
And they all yeah. felt like they all felt terrible because we lost. And they were talking so much junk about us because they all, I guess, assumed we were going to win. And then when we lost, it was like, oh, that's just torture enough. So let's feel bad for them. <laughs> <laughs> See, I didn't feel bad for them. I just I shot them while they were down. At the finish line, I told everyone what I thought of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, thanks. Appreciate that. And uh, sing it or bring it. Sing it. Teams had to practice a traditional Italian serenade as gondoliers dressed up in their striped shirts, uh, touring down the Grand Canal. And in Bring It, they had to work as porters to bring suitcases uh, to a hotel uh, marked through these narrow alleyways. Uh, sing it or bring it. Which one would you and Mama have done? Girls, oh, come on. <laughs> I need you one to ask. Which one would we have done? You guys have been singing? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, no, we, we, doing, we avoid all foreign languages after France. Um, we would have taken one suitcase at a time to that little hotel room, I'm telling you, before we tried to sing it. Yeah, we said that we would have done uh, bring, bring it, it as well. Although I said, like, I think rapping in French is much harder than singing in Italian because like for me, my problem was stuttering. Like the, the rhythm of the rap is what I couldn't keep up with. And then I'd start to stutter. So I think the long drawn out. But I guess it would have been a physical challenge. There's no so Michael, uh, now looking back, did you guys make the right choice? You know, that one was the closest to a coin toss. I'd say every other detour that we did, I'm confident that we picked the right one. You know, Liz is strong. She's tiny, but she's a firecracker, man. She is strong. She's a farm girl. So I thought we could have done that and gotten it done, but we both know how to sing. And uh, I think because we did so well in the musical challenge in Brazil that we're like, oh, more music. <laughs> no big deal. Boat. We're going to sing. No. Yeah, and it was like a half a million pounds, according to um, <laughs> Matt Redmond. <laughs> I think I think he reacted in at thirty fifty thousand. I think was the final tally. Oh, I mean, that's what, that's what Liz is carrying on her bad bad pad, so she's fine. She, yeah. <laughs> right? Okay. Here's another. Here's another. Uh, the people who are in bring it. Why do they still have the backpacks on? They have a thing carrying all bags. They couldn't just take this backpack and go like this and put the bag on. Or I even thought, too, like the one person that's like pushing it, at one point in time, I think uh, Logan was like struggling. I was like, London, just take his bag for him. Like he was like trying to put his backpack on and carry the thing. I was like, just, just take it for him. Just cuddle it, coddle it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, for, like just watching the most frustrating part was like those carts were designed to go up the stairs a certain way and everyone's trying to just like muscle and drag it up the stairs and the suitcases are falling and that was like one of the first two things that we said like put the put your bags on the cart and use the cart the way it's supposed to be i don't know if i would have figured it out and in all honesty i don't well, if whoever was in the front should have noticed there's weird wheels. And they should say there's weird wheels here for something. Weird wheels, twice. <laughs> weird, weird wheels. There's really weird wheels. Well, anyway, let's move right along and get to the good stuff as Lolo kicks it off, lying to Brooke and Scott, and uh, talking about doing a bad, bad thing. They also lied to Mike and Liz here, and Mike gets a little pissed off for Team Lolo not helping them. Mike, why were you so upset? I was a little cranky because I had... um. It's in my nature, and I know you're going to hate this, Justin, but it was in my nature to help everybody when I could along the race. You saw me helping Brooke in, in, in uh, Dar es Salaam. What they didn't show is the, that lock thing in Zanzibar, rather. 
we had figured out the drawer almost immediately, but the key was also like with the fish lock, you had to push the eyeball in when you turn the key. Gotcha. I'm going to split the difference. I'm going to tell them about the lock. I'm not going to tell them how to find the key. So I told Lolo there, I'm like, yo, I told Logan, I'm like, yo, when you find a key, I'm like, it's a trick lock. you got to mess with the lock and the key. So I thought that maybe a little good karma come back my way down the road. And I'm like, <laughs> do you see this dude? And they just, I know they heard me. They ran right past us and they just kept going. I'm like, <laughs> I kind of you felt know? the same way. Cause the first team that we helped on the race, uh, uh, was, was uh what well, we thought we were helping each other was was james Earl, and then he turned around and effed us and then after that the <laughs> next team the next team we helped was uh the paparazzi in argentina and they never once tried to uh, repay us uh, hold up I, i'm gonna do a timeout on justin on this one <laughs> what? i'm gonna do a timeout justin answer it honestly a, it was who, an found, who found the address you, you found the answer but we were working together who well, found, you it? found it? You found it. Absolutely, you found it. One hundred percent. But we okay. were working together, and it's semantics because you said like we're not going to share it, and he kind of just didn't answer. So <laughs> look at you. You oh, you love also, Justin. Who gave you money in Africa when you needed it? Absolutely, you did. One hundred percent. I'm done with my timeout now. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, so Mike and Liz, they're getting a little pissed off. Team Lolo not helping out. Now, would you have walked or taken this water taxi? There was this uh, a lot of people walking and uh, other people taking water taxis to the suitcase challenge. Uh, what would you have done, James O? So that place, and I've never been there, but it looks god-awful confusing. Just half the time when you're getting instructions, people were telling you, like, oh, it's two bridges that way, and then you take a left on this bridge, and there's two more bridges. And I was like, that was just already sitting on the couch. It was overwhelming. I can't even imagine in real life when you're tired. I would have tried my best to get a water taxi, but I understand that, like, some people were saying there was 30, 40-minute waits, and I'm not, sure wow. I'm not sure I'd sit there for 30, 40 minutes. Hell no. Right. So I think it just depends on how lucky you got with getting one quickly. Yeah. I get that makes more sense to me. Uh, Dan, what do you think? Uh, well, my parents had to let me know that those water taxis are pretty expensive. Like 80 bu- like eighty euro is what they said That's a for lot. the average taxi ride. So depending on how much money we had is probably... 250 Although that, like- I kind of feel like when Tara... Like I felt like Tara when she was like, let's just run. Because there is a sense of like, I need to keep my money. And it sounded like you couldn't just hail a cab that you had to kind of wait around or call for one. So I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, there were there were only a handful of spots that I came across in Venice where there was like water taxis lined up with like a concierge there getting everybody on them. For the most part, it was if you found a water taxi just like in one of the canals, you hit the jackpot. Right. And that is a but at the same time, and it is expensive, but you want somebody who knows where they're going because it is a nightmare to navigate Venice. It's every turn that you turn, it's a dead end at the water or just with a old like 500 year old brick wall every turn every alley <laughs> it is so confusing it's yeah we noticed that there's no streets that go straight they like go straight bump into a Another building go parents, make a left and you got to go around the building they to said get- that there's no like straight streets it's like you you know straight to a wall and then there's a right and then it's straight and then there's another wall or building that there's it's really hard Oof. to get around that's it you turn a corner you're like oh this has got to be it bang wall <laughs> <laughs> you're like this must be what this dude is talking about. Water. Uh, so, all right. So running seemed like the better way to go as uh, the teams uh, that got there first were running. Uh, no. 
And when when they left at the same time. Who? No? No. Matt and Redman Matt and Redman and um Benjamin Floyd. And Beck, Beck and Floyd, Floyd took got the boats, boats there. And they right. got there first. Okay. And then Tara and Lolo, Tara and Joey and Lolo got there running and they got there after. All right. Well, let's talk about this line that I didn't get. Maybe I missed something. Maybe I was uh, aware of this engineering miracle. But is there a subway line in <laughs> Venice? Because Brooke said this is like a subway map and we need a taxi. Did I miss something? <laughs> <laughs> that'd be that'd be news to me I, uh, okay i just I want to make sure i'm not thinking any underground trades <laughs> okay i want to make sure there's nothing new that happened that i missed but yeah okay i think I she, just, you know brooke is like miss manhattan she lives in midtown she's in the city so i think that's where her headspace was at was oh wait zoe like suggests there is is there really is there really there's a water bus a water bus subway, subway system. system oh yeah, but a water bus. Well, I mean, listen, whatever. Different. I just what said, is a water bus. It's like a water taxi, I guess. I mean, does, that's what it does sounds it go like. under the water. All right, I'm gonna do some. We're research. gonna have to Google it. All right, going back to Brooklyn, I want to know. I wish I could know what was going on in her head during that time because she was breaking down and flipping out, and I just. I, I'm, I didn't understand why she got to that point or how she got to that point, but she was losing it in that moment. And I just don't, like, I don't understand. Yeah. I just don't. She loses well, it every... There was a part where, like, she had said there's a, a taxi, a block over, and then Scott said, okay, let's go there. And then she kind of was like, go ahead, good luck. No way you're going to find it. Yeah, he's listening to her, and then she's like, oh, yeah, good luck with that. Like, but, it was your idea. But I, I don't think she would feel confident about any any challenge going in unless they were like, all right, we need you to go in there and be a lawyer. And then she'd be like, I got this. I'm going to kick this one. But any other time, I think she's just going to think I can't do it, no matter what it is. That's kind of the, the, the theme going ahead. But it's all in her head, though, because she kills it. She does. And I've said this week after week. She kills it. I just It's the process of getting there that I don't understand fully. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think Brooke psyched herself out more than anything, and I can't speak for her. I love her to bits, but I think she psyched herself out more than anything, and then got in there and did it because she get herself so worked up that focus. And we've all got our own methods to our madness, and that was hers. And you guys know, I mean, there's yeah. the editing too, so that is fair. Whatever, it, hey. it, you know, it worked. In the chat room, Vern, stop comparing Brooke to Flo. Brooke complains, <laughs> Flo quits. Brooke continues and beats the challenges. Flo quit and never did a road. Well, she did one roadblock the whole season. So that was the, wasn't that the bike one that she just like did awful at? Yes. She was terrible at everything and should have been disqualified for having the people row her damn boat. But we'll, we won't even get to that. But anyway, stop yeah, comparing her to Flo. She's, she's closer to Haley. Let's, let's keep her on the Haley train than, than, than the Flo train. All right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Tara and Joey seem to smoke Team Lolo in this luggage challenge. No matter how big those massive arms are uh seems like joey's hustle uh seemed to pull through for this luggage challenge yeah i think tara and joey are a team like tara seems to be the like not the stronger one but the, the more mental she seems like the drill instructor and joey's like the good soldier okay. well the, the thing that's i think super powerful that's... about their team is they're both military background 
And, you know, I come from a military family and their whole mindset is like, no matter the challenge, you just got to push through, figure it out and get it done without complaining. And I think that's what made Tara and Joey a very dangerous team to right. race against. It seems that, like that. Good. That the fact that she speaks like 18 languages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I think Tara is better at like assessing the situation, just like making that quick decision and then kind of making the call. Yeah. And Joey's and good at doing like it. The strong physical one that literally carried that whole pat, that the whole. He ain't going to figure it out, but he's going to get it done. Like somebody <laughs> will figure it out, but he'll get it done. I th- and I think that's why they work well together. And I'm, they're really turning my, uh, my opinion about them. Yeah, I, I didn't think they had a chance going in uh, the My first couple hopes, episodes. Uh, Tara and Joey oh, I think they're a top contender. I really yeah. do. Yeah, I definitely see them in the top three now. They've really earned a lot of my respect. All right, so let's get to it. As uh, Tara and Joey smoked Team Lolo in that luggage challenge, uh, definitely picking up on that. Let's jump to the roadblock. One team member has to choose an actor and uh, recreate their mask using specific methods. A lot of people tried to recreate the mask without the specific methods and it wasn't going to get done unless you did it the right way, which I appreciate. Are you, are you sorry? Are you just not talking about anybody doing the singing? What? I'm oh, sorry. No, Go ahead. I, no, I just didn't know if you were talking about like who did singing like Beck and Floyd did it no. on three times. No. Okay. Well, how many times did it get through? <laughs> Bring it up. What? I don't have my notes, man. No. You have the same notes. I'm I did. just following you. Michael, you didn't do experience the race. This is what I got to watch them while they raced. <laughs> yeah. Instead of instead of just chiming in and saying the stuff I missed, she's just going to try to call me out instead of and act. And I'm going to be here. I don't know. What do you want to say that we missed, Diana? Mike, was it as hard as it seemed? <laughs> the, yeah. You know what? The singing challenge was really difficult, Such and a I think the the, the the judge was. The judge was tough, man. If you're singing in a foreign language, and it, and I sing, and it had some really low and high notes, and some like wasn't like da 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 da. You know, it wasn't something we're r- relatively familiar with, so it was tough. Oh, you're right. I'm sure. sorry. I skipped the whole chapter. Uh, I know. Thank you. So why did you say just go back? Because no, I'm not looking at that. Anyway, my other question was when you messed. Like, was it one set ride, and then when you got to the end, you had to restart it, or could you? Like re like re sing it as soon in the as same you, ride, right? Uh, no, you could re sing it in the same ride, and it, and it and it took us one full lap to get it, which was about five times through the song. I think. Oh wow! Oh, wow. wow! How long was well, the ride? Would you say? Uh, probably 30, 20 minutes, 20, 30 okay. minutes. Okay. So yeah, one and it wow. took us, you know, between five the times. reset and the yeah, we sang it every bit of five times. All right. Um, Do you still know it? Uh, parts of it, yeah. I brought, <laughs> I brought the sheet music home for Pearl, so she. Oh, has that's, awesome. that's great! And do you got to sing I it to her? Get her a, I tried to get her a little trinket or something in every country, even if it was just like some like twenty five cents in the native currency, and that's cute. Squirrel them away because that's what I said. So I'm my sorry. Back probably got heavier. Just like <laughs> jumping to the beginning of the episode when you kind of confessed that you were like most upset about missing Pearl. Um, you know, my first reaction was was like, you know, but just think of all the awesome things that you're going to get to tell her about all the places that you've been. And I'm sure that was kind of a way to push you through to, you know, continue on and, and to continue to have that motivation. So, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I want her first and foremost, I want her to take away from this that she can do whatever she wants if she's you know, puts her nose down, puts her head down and goes after it. So I was so upset in Norway as I thought we were going home. And I'm like, you know, I let her down by not keeping going, which, you know, there's only one winner. So right. 
uh, but at my headspace at that point, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I wanted to show her that I'm like Superman and I'm not. Yeah. And then we looked at the muscle. We looked at the suitcase challenge and every team just used muscle to get through it. I didn't see one lick of strategy for anybody in there. Nobody trying to tie things up. Nobody tried to stack things the proper way. It was just Tiffany brought like push it. They would have busted their rope out and been just push it down. If it falls out, it falls out. Everybody seemed to have that strategy. (laughs) Just like, can we talk about the passengers and the scenic side of the detour? Because This, some of them were trying so hard not to just like crack up and laugh in the people's faces, and I was living for all of those moments. Or I was the, living. Yeah, they had to look somewhat like interested or somewhat like. <laughs> but one dude wasn't. One dude was like doing this the whole time, trying not to laugh. Yeah, that was. Well, look at look at me in a red and white striped shirt. Come on, <laughs> I'm a, dude. That was not my size. That was not, and that hat which doesn't fit on my giant melon. Of course you're going to laugh. The poor yeah. bastards, like, <laughs> Brooke and Scott. Brooke and Scott looked great in the stripes. Everybody else was on, eh, not so much. <laughs> I thought Becca looked kind of adorable. Yeah, Becca and Floyd. I didn't see her, like, rock climbing in that outfit. <laughs> yeah, at least we'll never lose her in the woods with that outfit on. <laughs> where's Waddle? It's where's Waddle of Italy. So Team Lolo shares a water taxi with a random family during this one, That too. was smart. I was I was actually a little scared for them about penalty wise, but apparently it worked out. Why? Because you're not allowed to follow another, like another person, so I don't know if you're allowed to share another taxi. With. No, I think they just shared a taxi. It's like if you're going in this direction, just let us off two stops. I would have been scared we're gonna too. We're going to keep going. Yeah. I I don't know that I would have been. I would yeah, just too much of a question for for me to even try it, but it, it worked out for them, and it probably saved them some money too. Absolutely, I'm sure they split it a little bit. Uh, what else did we miss from that part? I think we pretty oh, much. Damn, savage! <laughs> I'm gonna host next. Uh, I'm gonna host next week, and yeah. we'll see how smooth it runs. Good luck with that. All and right. this legs road. Remember, remember, she said she's gonna host next week. And this legs roadblock. One team member had to choose an actor and uh, repeat their mask in a specific method, as we, as we said earlier. Um, why did the? All right. One of the problems I had with this task before we said I get into anything. The judges, when they were telling the damn people what they did wrong. That irked me so much. Yeah, I get it. Because a lot of the times during our season and other times in the past, you've just seen the person be like, nope, and then you're just staring at them. So I get that. The one thing I felt bad for this roadblock is this is one of the roadblocks where it is literally just chance. Like, I know a lot of the people read mask and was like, maybe it's something artsy, but it's a guess. It's a shot in the dark. Um, Because you really couldn't look around and know what's going on. You show up to a random building and have one sentence. So, you know, this is one of the ones I feel bad for people because you don't know what you're getting into. Mm. Yeah. And uh, let's just rewind a little bit. It turns out Lolo had to pay like 70 to 90 euro for that taxi ride. So it did not pay. It did not work out well for them. And that's like almost a hundred bucks, 90 euro, right? That's a, That's terrible. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's yeah, a, over. Yeah. It's like a third of your money because they don't what two fifty for this two fifty dollars for this race, right? Yeah, two fifty American, which makes maybe two hundred twenty or two hundred. So they paid ninety dollars, ninety euro for a five minute ride. They're oh. absurdly expensive. It's God. only for tourists. It's only for tourists. Anybody who's from there, bang boom, you walk through this alley, you go down this place, bang, you're there, no problem. Yeah, for tourists, it's like, and the boats are gorgeous, and like the other episodes if you're a boat guy i'm a boat guy <laughs> so i'm looking at these hand hauled wooden boats that are absolutely stunning so i get why they charge so much but 
if you don't know where you're going, yeah, that's the way to go. They got you kind of by the short hairs. They're like, well, hey, yeah. Yankee, you know, um, you, you're well, American. You want to get over here? It doesn't matter. You get there. You're going to go oh. to Venice and you're going on a gondola Joey at least said once. They paid for the family, too. So, well, oh, they paid for the family? That's oh, hell no. Yeah. Hell no. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't know that. <laughs> Not me, brother. <laughs> Not me, brother. <laughs> All right, so we went to this task, and the task seemed pretty straightforward. Um, the the only twist was if you tried to paint it like a couple people did and not use the techniques, was that's when you had to re- actually redo the whole thing over. So it seemed relatively straightforward. Not too much um, problems for most teams. It was uh, three teams, I think, had a little issue with it. I think it depends on when you came in, too. Because when Brooke came in, she had already gotten to the point where she's just doing the detailing. So if you walked in at that point and tried to start and you didn't realize that you had to do the blending because she wasn't right. to that point yet, that's where you may have gotten a little, like, timing is everything for this challenge. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know if they each had some uh, judge that would kind of start things when they started. Or no, because that remember Brooke was like, are you going to start? Will you restart for me? I just need to know the beginning. And she was just sitting there doing the detailing. Yeah, she – well – I just think she's confused no matter where she goes. Even if they were just starting, she'd be like, could you just start again? But, I mean, I always tell the one person. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to defend her in this situation. I'm just saying it, it was yeah. a frustrating point of when you showed up. All right, let's get to Joey and his, his one-liners. He was killing him this episode. Look at Joey getting some screen <laughs> time. He, he cracks have? on Matt and Redmond in their matching vests, uh, <laughs> which, which I appreciated as they ran past him. Um, past you, by the way. Uh, <laughs> so that's uh, that's probably why he was a little upset because they were pa- passing you. Uh, and then I also loved him cracking up on Mike looking like a Sasquatch and then imitated a Velociraptor. It was like, <laughs> 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 uh, I love that you guys have this uh cool like bond on the uh on the show during the season. You guys could see that you guys are real playful with each other. Uh, really quick in the chat room, uh, Redmond said that they didn't show up, but when he first walked in the lady was in the middle of painting a mask so he started incorrectly because he didn't uh, get to see so it's all about timing right? yeah. it is yeah that's james also, uh, keen I, eye. i'm telling you i have a keen eye you know that i um, know you do man <laughs> um i will say the one thing i meant i meant to say earlier um based off their like little interview about the luggage i'm getting such a little man crush on matt and redmond like i just love their team oh nothing weird don't look at me weird i don't know like no <laughs> <laughs> I, they're they're awesome. What about the luggage? Awesome. No, I was just saying, like during that inter, like during that interview, like that was an example of like I'm just starting to get a little man brush on them for gotcha. stuff like that. Uh, Tara looked great, but uh, like her her mask, like the, when she was painting her mask, her mask looked phenomenal. Yeah, but see, this is the she thing. Like, the Liz came right? in and thought that she could just like paint it the same way Tara did, right? And Tara just kind of had painted it the way that she thought replicated, but there was a certain step in the process that you had to do with layering the the color on the bottom and then the black and then wiping it off. Which is what Floyd pointed out. Floyd was talking the whole time, and he was like hit the nail on the head that. Like, you had to do what she was doing, and other other teams weren't. Yeah, but I kind of feel like that's a no-brainer. I mean... <laughs> I love... Redmond says they love you back, but only in the, in a weird way. <laughs> that's right. That's right. The weirdest beard love. That's great. Weird love. <laughs> and we find out that your partner, Liz, paints cull scows, uh, cull scows, cow skulls <laughs> in her spare time. Did she, she needs a lot to of make one for you. Here. 
She needs to make one for you, Mike, if she hasn't already. Mike, what does she do? Is she like some weird like cowboy like She's an auctioneer. She? She's an auctioneer. Yeah, she's an honest she's an honest to God fifth generation auctioneer. And <laughs> Phil thought that was the greatest thing in the world. So he would have her do it at the mat. I mean, Liz, sell me something. Sell me something. Hey, but hey, oh my God. God. I can't. Why haven't we seen was, that yet? I know that. Well, Phil like, I know that's her job, obsessed. but. <laughs> she was so good at it. It's hilarious. I mean, because what do you see auctioneers on TV ever? When do you see a real live auctioneer, like a professional auctioneer? None. The closest one is like the garage wars or whatever, storage wars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or some dude who's doing it at a charity auction who has no business doing it. She like right. legit does it for a living and she's awesome at it. Like that's, that's great. Awesome. She, like I said, there's a lot of layers to that onion, man. She's, she's got a lot going on. Uh, why, uh, why was slow and steady wins the amazing race? Not the episode title. That seemed like the perfect episode title. All right, just a random thought. Floyd seems to nail this challenge on this first try. Was he, he the only one that nailed it on the first try? Brooke did. Do we, did, did she, though? Yeah, she did. At least that's, I mean, that's, what, it was shown. that's what it was shown on TV. You know, sometimes, right. even with us, like sometimes they'll tell you, like, oh, they got it on the first shot. And I was like, actually, it was more like my third, but thanks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my uh, apparently I got the winning volleyball point, And, you know, that's like, not exactly She scored one point in the whole thing, and then they made it hers. They made it look like. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll Superhero. Take it. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Uh, f- uh, so Floyd, Floyd did really well, and then he turned around and helped Tara, which uh, that I seemed to make a little bit of a difference for her because uh, she was kind of lost up until that point, and uh, Floyd helped her out. So we got a couple different alliances working here, and they seem uh, Joey and Tara seem to be working a couple of the strong teams. They're working with uh, Mike and Liz, who have won a couple legs. They're working with uh, Team Fun, who have always been at the top of the pack. Here's the thing, though, like those moments and and I I say this like kind of two two ways. I know you do it out of being nice, like and I'm not saying anyone's doing it like maliciously or has a motive, but you do that when you're in the lead to try to do some insurance if you're ever in the back of the pad. I know that's like, what I did. Us. That's what I did. <laughs> I was like, oh, I yeah. always hope like, oh, I'm going to help this person out now because I'm in the front and there's like six, four teams behind me. I'm going to be fine. That's so exactly maybe next week when I'm in fifth place and I really need that help, they'll help me. That's kind of, well, it, that's not exactly how it went down for us, but I know for we Argentina, to, we told Tiffany and Krista that the tango was a dancing, was a dancing challenge and it didn't matter to us because we were on our way out. They were on our way in. So we, you know, Justin said, Oh, it's, it's dancing. And then Krista came back to help us in the Netherlands when she told me that I had the wrong. So it did, it did turn out to help us. I in don't, the end. Whether that's the reason she helped us or not, but. I think those are usually the moments that help. So I, I don't fault that at all. I know, Justin, sometimes you don't like that, but I think it's a really good strategy when you're in the front. No, if you're trying to help when you're in the back, it's awful. Don't do yes, that. Yes, which we'll get to a little <laughs> later. Which people are, I don't get that. So Liz, uh, Liz is tired of Brooke, and uh, and sometimes you have to put your big girl panties on and just do it yourself <laughs> without, without having to rely on I'm everybody. I'm sure Liz could have lent Woo! her a pair of big girl panties. Well, that's, can I say something so funny earlier? Because when Brooke was having her little meltdown at the subway station, and she's like, I just don't be want to. I just don't want to run around with like a, uh, my head chicken with a head cut off. And then later, Liz in an interview was like, Brooke was just running around with her head. Uh, chicken, <laughs> I can't even say the statement right. Good lord, um, running around with her head. 
forget it. You know what I'm saying? I can't. I don't he'll, know how to say the statement. <laughs> I'm struggling. A chicken with the head cut off. <laughs> Thank you. I think was that you, Joey, trying to call he for real? He was trying to call us. He said, "I'm calling you," but that uh, looks like your brother. Oh now. God, damn. good God. Uh, he's on my Facetime, so we're trying to call him back. So I. Oh, he wants that, to say something. Apparently, I don't know. It seems Joey. Uh, did we? Did you bust his balls? Did we? Did we do something here that, that messed with Joey? Oh, that's <laughs> that's Sarah. It's my brother, cousin. Chief. Hey, we're live on my YouTube show right now. I will call you back. I hey, love Curtis. you, Curtis. <laughs> hey there. What do you say there? Thanks, Trying Joe. to call you. <laughs> Thanks, Joey, for ruining my damn show. Ah, oh, Boston sucks. Gullible, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm like that's a 518 area code. I know that area code. So I do. Thanks. Appreciate it. She always tells me she knows things after. We got distracted. Where were we at? We were at the roadblock here, and um, I got Joey cracking on Mike like a Sasquatch. Slow and steady wins the amazing race. Liz getting all pissed off at Brooke, telling him to put her big girl panties on. And uh, I think that it's not just. Um, her being frustrated with Brooke, that's getting her lit at this point. I think it's her being frustrated with herself and letting that frustration out. And this is the first time we see Liz uh, uh, get to, to, like, breakdown moments as she starts seeing people pass her, and she's that's, really breaking down. No, that's one of the worst moments oh, is when you're at a roadblock, and then your people are passing you, and you know you're losing. Every person that leaves, you're losing a buffer. It is well, awful. Especially knowing that that's probably the last task before the pit stop and you do see everybody leave and you're the last one there and you know that it's because of you. I mean, that's a horrible, horrible feeling. Oh, Justin's running because that was never y'all. That's what he's thinking right now. No, 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 it definitely was. Well, okay, maybe not the task before the pit stop, but uh, when we were in the Netherlands and we had to do the painting, I mean, I felt like Liz because there were three, you know, we got no, there first or second. 100% Argentina. I, I was in the first group and then another group got there and the whole first group was gone and people from the second group were leaving and i'm like jesus i'm the only one here we were here first we were lucky that like our mistakes happened when there were more teams involved yeah we were very fortunate yeah it's it's Uh, it's brutal in that situation it's brutal and and we're thinking because we got there ahead of brooke and scott and we got there i think we got there ahead of lolo you said team four you came fourth and left like seventh Six. Yeah. Six. Yeah. Six. Yeah. So we, yeah, we got there before two other teams anyhow. And uh, so, yeah, it's disheartening when you're like, okay, we got a buffer. We're good. Well, and they go up there like, all right, Liz has got to be halfway through it, but we're downstairs. We don't know what the, what's going on. And, you know, my heart was breaking for Liz because she was so upset and she was going so hard on herself. And I'm going, look, dude, if we go home, if this is the end, you tried, like, what, what do you, what do you want to do? You know, I'm not mad. Like, I couldn't have done that. I yeah. can't paint. I can barely write my name. So she was still the better one of us to do that task. Yeah. And then yeah. Brooke came over to her for help and she was like, um, avoided her at first. And then be like, I'm just winging it. What about, <laughs> what about when, when London was, was saying how like not good. Whose was it? Was it Liz's? She was like, Liz's was just not. Liz, yeah. like, it was Liz's. Yeah. She was just saying, like, um, I wish that I could say it was kind of good, but it just it wasn't. It wasn't good. And then there's a, like a clip of Liz saying, is this good? And, mm-hmm, yeah, it's great. Mm. Because you can't help. You can't say anything. Yeah, and, uh, it seems so mean. But in that situation, when there's three people in a room and, you know, one of these three people is going to be last. Like, what do you do? Like, I can't fault you for that. It sucks. But I yeah. just can't fault you for that. Yep. Well, and that's that's it. You know, at that point, it's. It's very real because a lot of good teams have gone home at that stage, and 
can count all the teams on basically one hand besides yourselves. So you're going, oh, you know, this is this is real. Like half of us are going to the finals. It's coming down half the wire. Yeah, right here yeah. Are going to the finals. Yeah. So it's like, oh god, I never even had that thought. Oh, that's so <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, like oh my, you know, and, and and because we were strangers, I think more so than your guys' experience. And maybe I'm wrong, but I think we we bonded a little closer with the other teams because we nobody knew anybody. So every team that went home, it, it hurt to see them go home. It was hard, and and knowing that it could have been you, and knowing that your people who you really have grown to like and care about are gone, but it wasn't you, you know. Right. So it's like, yeah, it's tough. <laughs> it's hard, man. No, as much as we didn't want uh, James Earl and Mama D to go home, we didn't want to see them in the finals. Like it was, it was, it was like a little bittersweet. Uh, we didn't want them to go home, and, and it hurt to, to see him go. But then when you're sitting back in your room, you're like, "All right, we tried. We didn't like do anything to hurt them." And but thank God they're gone. Well, thank God they're gone because I knew <laughs> that he could beat me in the memory challenge. I, I was yeah, the man. only person I was really scared and, of. And physically. <laughs> Yeah, he kept up with me physically and mentally. He was tougher than I was, so we'll we'll see how it, we'll see how it goes in All Stars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let's get to it. Matt and Redmond finally win their first leg on the Amazing Race. Congratulations, Matt and Redmond. Still black. Still black for that. Yes, you guys seem to be the, the the favorites the whole time, never winning a leg, and now you're winning a leg. According to the way you're finishing, third, third, fourth, fourth, second, second, next week you should finish first. Making their way up. So it should be first, first, and then we'll see what happens. So we, uh, we really uh, – Really, I kind of rooted for them this leg. Uh, if they made it seem really easy, and I don't think they they only saw one other team the whole leg. Um, yeah, they, they saw Taryn, Joe. Yeah, that's the only other team, right? That they saw pretty much. Yeah, they yes. were. They stayed pretty far ahead. They, they I mean, they kind of killed this, yeah, I, this episode. I never saw them. I never saw them in Venice. Those guys, they're monster competitors. I mean, Matt's a professional snowboarder, and Red like. He, and makes jokes about it constantly. Yeah, you know what I mean? He's like, like he's yeah. a professional. He's a he, professional he, man. Like that's what he right. is. He just that's exactly right. He's more <laughs> with one leg that I can do with two fully functioning legs. See, and that's what. And that's why I said in the beginning that I would have picked him because I said uh, he just looked like a guy that has overcome a lot and 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 that his leg wouldn't hinder him. That his leg would be like a motivator. So yeah, he's I mean, a professional the, the, man. The dude. He's a superhuman, like he's a superhero. He's so and and a great dude, you know. So it's like, again, you're competing against him, and you don't want him to leave. And I was right. happy that they won because you know we'd won a few trips, and we're like, all right, cool, we're still in it. All right, the boys won. That's awesome. Finally, you know, because they are their 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 performance, but a team they were up until this point. Right. I mean, they, they were rushed. They seem pretty solid, though. Pretty solid. Never finishing below fourth uh, is definitely. And also remember fun. that was in a U turn as well. Never finished below fourth with a U turn. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, that's uh, very impressive. And uh, Phil definitely sets up Redmond with the leg joke. He says, <laughs> you would say this is your best leg so far? And he looks right down at Redmond's leg. <laughs> and, of course, and, of course, Red takes the opportunity to whip it off and say, hey, Dan, this is the best leg so far. So I like that he takes advantage of it. But how many leg puns and jokes can we get in one season? It's got to be a montage when it's all said and done. So many. If you count behind the scenes, thousands. 
I want somebody from the Racist Recap to make a montage. It's on you, Racist <laughs> Recap fans. We have the best chatters in the room. And I see it. I love it. Everybody's back in the chat room. Can, uh, Joey's saying he's a other. cheater because he had three legs. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. We, we said afterwards, too, we said, you know, there should be a team three-legged race. <laughs> oh, that is awesome! <laughs> team three legged. So team uh, team fun team uh, comes in second, followed by team mom and dad, Brooke and Scott, team Lolo, and then the can moment. I, Go ahead. I, I want to talk about that one moment before we get to that moment. Yep, because I think London and Logan did something so dangerous for their race, and they didn't even realize it. Uh oh. I like this. What'd you notice? So you know how after they left the after they left the roadblock, they paired together and they stayed together. They jumped on the mat together. Right. If and I want you to think through this. If Mike and Liz had beaten them there, and it was close, it was within at least ten minutes because you saw them all on the mat together. Right. If they had beat them there, do you know who would have gone home? So it's a tie between Brenton Scott and London and Logan. Do you know who would have gone home and why? Whoever goes home the week before, whoever was the last or the last place the week before, or the ding ding ding. Wow. ding 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 ding. And according to this, like, yeah, it would have been them. They were sixth. Oh wow! So they would have been out, yeah. and I think that was a dangerous move for them. That I'm not 100 percent sure they realized, but Mike was right on the head. So when you tie at the uh, at the mat, there's no ties. You go back one lead, and whoever was higher the lead before is the higher place. Did so you they, know that, Mike, before the race, or did you uh, learn that because of this situation? No, I did, and I swear to God, Joey and Tara and Liz and I had said, if we make it to the finals, and if it's cutthroat and we're in the top two, we're all four going to jump on the mat together. And then that's when a camera crew or a producer or someone told us, we, and I legit meant it, I believe that Joey and Tara and Liz meant it as well, that we were going to split it four ways because we just met each other. And, right. you know, you know, this much taxes, you know what I mean? So we're going, yeah. it's, you know, we wanted to, all four of us. So we had that plan in our head from like week two that the four of us, if we got there, we're going to walk out of the mat at the same time. And they're like, well, they're just going to take whoever got the better place the week before. Yep. Joey's right. Yeah, Joey said that Scott and Brooke knew that. So Ooh. they knew that they would have been safe in that. Oh, game. then that is, that is strategy right there. You're like, yeah, come on. We'll sit with wow. you. Yeah, we'll jump on that mat. Dude, Scott is a super fan. Scott went to Harvard, which none of us knew. <laughs> None of us knew he was a Harvard grad. He's like, yeah, That's and um, no, he's wicked bright, and he's watched every season, every episode of The Amazing Race, Survivor, Big Brother, all of them. So he, wow. Scott, is a game player, man, and he is good at it. Now uh, on the mat, we we find out the team Liz and Mike are staying. We. Did you turn and look to see Brooke and Scott and Team Lolo? There was a hesitant uh, and then uh, excitement. Was their excitement real? What do you um, think, James Earl? <laughs> Before we get to the professional, James Earl, what do you think? <laughs> was their excitement real? As someone who did the race, I think Mike hit on this very well. Like, you hate to see other teams go home because it breaks your heart because, you know, they're doing everything you're doing. They're busting ass. 
But deep down in you, you're like, please go home. Please go home. Please go home. Because <laughs> I remember there was definitely times where I had already checked in and I was like watching all the teams check in. And and I was like, oh, it was on lead three when the break dancers got out. I was watching them check in and they were dancing. I was like, damn it. I think they're staying. And when they didn't, I was like, yes, they're not staying. <laughs> and it makes you feel like a bad person. But at the end of the day, you need the other teams to go home to win. So cool. I think what they just make the best of a bad situation. What do you think, Mike? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Like I said, we're all <laughs> we're all going to have our opinions on the way the race was run. I was certainly thrilled to death that it was a non limb leg, and I'm going, how lucky could we seriously get between Kevin and Jen taking a penalty in Panama and the keep racing in Norway, and now this, and that's why we you know, we kept Team Ricky Bobby. If we ain't first, we're last. Like we either <laughs> dominating it or we're absolutely just shooting ourselves in the foot. Yeah. They were happy ish. <laughs> I hope you know anybody ish? would want anybody would want a non limb leg to be for them when they come in last. So there's right. only so many. But yeah, I believe that was genuine. Well, I do. They're they're right. good people. You guys seem to be hogging up all these uh, non eliminate Hey, more power to you. As someone who uh, benefited from one, that is the best feeling in the world showing up and they're like, you're last. You suck. But you're not out yet. <laughs> that is the best feeling. It's, yeah, it's like, you've resigned yourself to the fact. Like I'm like, there's no way we're getting lucky again. There's no way we're getting non eliminated again. And we just, we ran there. I said, you know what? They could get lost, and we legit believed that anybody could get lost in Venice. I'm like, so we're going to run. We're going to find this place. And we were only a couple minutes behind them, maybe less than five. I mean, uh, wow. hopefully that helps you uh, next leg when you have a speed bump and there's yes. a return. Yes, we are going to talk about that. For sure. All right, let's just get to it. Next week, it says they're heading to Greece. Jealous. Really jealous. Another place that I'm extremely jealous of where there's going to be a foot race up the stairs. I like seeing that head-to-head foot races. More Mike and Liz self-driving issues. <laughs> Danger zone. Oh, my God. And then they, they tease you with this line. I can't believe they U-turned them so crappy. And then Mike with the cowards it's it's all pointing towards mike and liz getting u-turned can they overcome a speed bump is that a u-turn so i don't think that's what it is and a self-drive i don't think that's what it is i think they were referencing tara and joey because they actually tara and joey said they were u-turned in the race and i think mike and liz are so close to tara and joey it's kind of like when Krista was saying, like, it's always the quiet ones when the boys got U-turned. I think that's yeah. what this is right. Yeah, because I heard Tyra say, I can't believe they U-turned us. Us. Uh, I thought he heard us say, I can't believe they U-turned them. No, they said us. I can't believe they U-turned us. I had one more thought, too, about the episode. And I'm sorry for keeping oh, yeah, backtracking. Yeah. No, there's um, no backtrack. Go. I want all future racers to look at one moment and really embrace it because after Liz um, finishes the roadblock, when they did the clue and they meet downstairs, instead of getting defeated, instead of getting tired, like they were talking through their emotions, but you see them put their backpacks on and haul ass. Like they were hauling it. And that's what you have to do because you never know when you're going to be out. And I experienced that in the Netherlands because mom and I should have been out in the Netherlands, but because we kept hauling ass, we weren't. So like never forget that. And that was like a great moment. And I know it didn't quite work out that way, but it easily could have. Uh, yeah, you feel like you feel like there's no way somebody could be behind you. There can always be somebody behind you. Somebody 
who made an extra wrong turn. Like in Panama, again, going back to week one, I thought we were done. I'm like, oh, my God, we're going to be the first team out on the race. I did all this mm. training and preparation, and I'm just – I'm going to – I'm going to – I'm done. And we weren't, you know, we got there and we saw them sitting there sitting up their penalty. So yeah, when you race, that's to any racer, you gotta assume I and you and assume that they're chasing you. So yeah, yeah. you can't yeah. quit. I learned that early in the race, uh, in the first leg <laughs> as I'm crying, like thinking I'm going home. All right. So overall leg design, I wasn't a huge fan. Nothing too. I, like I thought this was the one of the better ones. Yeah, I like the route, but I didn't think that there was too many opportunities for two minute like passing each other. I feel like it the like way the mass that, challenge that Venice is, is designed, yeah. though, that there is that you can get lost or it can take you longer. And it did take some teams longer who chose to run instead of taking a water taxi. I thought it was a decent well, leg. Decent. Decent. What are you going to say there? My Just super fan standards. Yes, oh my, my I would say, hey, well, it's Venice. <laughs> it's one of the most <laughs> most looking forward to uh, places. You should take it to the next level. All right, Justin, super fan move is going to London. I I like Lolo this episode. I like the fact they were playing strategically, lying the teams. I like the fact that she's always positive, no matter how far behind they are, and that and. and that allows her to never feel the pressure. I don't really see her feeling the pressure as much as a lot of other teams. And I'm going to give it to Team Lolo getting the super fan move this week. James Earl, seal clap. Who's going? My seal clap is going to go to the moment I talked to you earlier with Matt and Redmond. Just in the entire episode, there could be like nice. 15 seal claps from them winning the lead for their little interviews talking about the 100,000-pound suitcases. Like, it just all of it. Seal clap to all of it. <laughs> nice. All right, Diana, who's getting put in check? I'm putting Brooke in check because I just think she needs to try to be a little more positive. I'm not asking her to, like, change her personality completely, but hopefully maybe Scott can like rub. I mean, he can. What's he rubbing? (laughs) I was going to say Scott can rub on me, but. um, Remember, they didn't find love in Venice. They didn't find love. I I just think Brooke can like try to be a little more positive and try to take some of Scott, uh, you know, Scott's positivity and Scott's like, let's go get him attitude. And, you know, she can maybe change if she's enjoying the race or she's not enjoying it. I think that would maybe. No. Uh, I think uh, Corey's uh, LOL award would probably go to one of Joey's one-liners throughout the race. He had three of them in this episode. Uh, oh, I, I think it would have gone to Scott. Scott's really? little, like, not her. Uh, a little not her. <laughs> that might his little sassiness. All right, so let's get to this next week. What are we thinking? Mike and Liz, is there any chance that they could overcome a speed bump and a self-drive even if they don't get U-turned? Uh, and I, I hate to say this to Mike's face, and I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I really do feel like next week is going to be the end of Team Mike and Liz, and I hate it. I hate it for them, but I think they're going to be out, unless for some grace of God it's another, like, keep continuing or not a lamb. We've seen them, and they are strong competitors when the Tatsis take them to some places because they can kill the challenges. They can. It's when they have to self-navigate and self-drive is a – Big, it's a big hurdle for them. Maybe yeah, they'll yeah. maybe they'll overcome it, but I, I'm scared for them being so far back with a speed dump and a self like self guiding lead. 
Um, Joey, is you turning your seal clap, James Earl? <laughs> oh. you, have to, you have to do the other side. You have to do the other side. You have to pick somebody else. <laughs> okay, it's not going to be Joey. Sorry, dude. If I, <laughs> my next seal clap is going to be um, Floyd's moment when he turned in his mask and he thought he was not right and figured out he was right. This is reaction was everything. So oh, how excited was his face? How great was that face when he realized right? he got the clue? Oh, no, it was amazing. Yeah, he really enjoyed yeah. it. He seems to be loving it. Yeah, it seems uh, the only way that I – I think this U-turn is actually going to come turn out to help Mike and Liz because I think without this U-turn, there's no chance that they overcome a speed bump and a self-drive. But I think the U-turn could turn out to be going against a stronger team, which I don't think Matt and Redmond are getting there first. I think Matt and Redmond are getting U-turned. Uh, I think, you think Matt and Redmond are getting U-turned? I do. I, I, I think they're going to be getting U-turned. I, I There's going to be a bunch point before this i think one of the other teams are getting there matt and redmond are getting you turned wait wait let's three wait who can you turn next week though let's think through this because the first one was a blind that doesn't matter who you turned to the second board it was mike and liz and team fun right so there's only four teams that can you turn no it's unlimited this season is it really unlimited u-turns this season oh good that changed the day I thought That's it was unlimited history, because yeah. of the bl- because of the blind U-turn Ooh. that it would have been unlimited that there would have been oh, oh that's good to know so it can be anybody see that was going to change the game for me but if it can be anyone okay team yeah, Scott I'm, I'm Brooke and Scott is is Brooke and Scott the ones that's going to U-turn him it might be Brooke and Scott you never know it's so uh, those U-turns they're dangerous. Yeah, so we'll see. I think uh, Brooke and Scott are going to U-turn the boys and then. Uh, What's the coward moment? That's the thing that's irking me. What was the coward moment? <laughs> oh, the coward moment is whoever U turns. Like it's it's. I think it's that. Yeah, I think. But yeah. you wouldn't call somebody who U turn Matt and Redmond cowards, right? Right, because I don't think Matt and Redmond get U turn. I think it's Tara and Joey, and I think it's because they're scared. Of Tara and Joey. Oh, I love it. I love the season so far. I really appreciate this cast. I love the fact that you guys are being active on social media. Uh, I, I love the fact that really they're either letting you or you're not caring. Go it'd ahead. be interesting if, like, like in Liz, you turn Tara and Joey. Oh, there's no way. There's no way in hell. <laughs> well, there's no way in hell they'd be this close. You'd <laughs> <laughs> you be fishing my body out of a river somewhere. I know you decided to done that to Joey. Um, that's no, great. Even even if it was for the million bucks, I don't know that I could have turned my back on Tyron and Joey. I love those guys. I, I mean, and it's not just the age thing, but it has a lot to do with it being the same age and having similar, you know, in the military. Me being National Guard, so I was never deployed like those guys. But <laughs> Joey's going um, stab, 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 stab <laughs> in the chat room. And my dad did that. I did that with you, y'all. Uh, with Tara and Joey because we had, mom and I had that connection with the cheerleaders like I could have right. never in my life done that to the cheerleaders and it, it was on TV too and the lead we got eliminated mom was like talking to Kristen and she's like please don't please don't you turn us and Kristen was like are you fucking kidding me like that was Kristen's <laughs> response <laughs> so like I did that I did that bond alright so Mike and Liz are going home who's winning next week's leg who I'm gonna Whoa. say it. Whoa! <laughs> That's who he said you was going home. Whoa, I'm just saying you don't gotta you don't gotta say it again. You don't gotta put it out in the universe like that. It's already happened. I don't know if you know this or not. <laughs> um, so who's gonna oh, win? Oh, that's right. I'm gonna say it's gonna be Team Fun that Team comes back to dinner and win. Diana, who's going home? Who's winning? Oh, who's going home? Oh goodness! It's your turn. Who's it killing? 
I, I'm gonna go Lolo. Team Lolo. Team Lolo. That's they who I thought was going home back. this week. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, Lolo seems like a good uh, good chance uh, of going home, but I don't think anybody would U-turn Lolo unless that's the coward move to U-turn the team that's already in last place. No, I think that's like someone would U-turn Lolo if it's to save their own net. So, like, if I'm Tara right. and Joey and I didn't U-turn and I show up, oh, it is Lolo. It is Lolo by all stretches <laughs> of the imagination. <laughs> yeah, like, I definitely wouldn't U-turn you, Mike. You and, Le- like, knowing that you have a speed bump, and we kind of had that situation for us that uh, like, Tanner and Joey, uh, Tanner and Josh, they came in last, had a non-elimination, had a speed bump, and we had had, had agreed that we wouldn't U-turn them because, to me, like that's really just kicking somebody when, when they're down to U-turn somebody that already has a speed bump, that's already has well, an obstacle. Uh, what do you think, uh, Mike? Do you think you, uh, U-turning someone who has a speed bump is cowardly? I hope you're right, Diana. I hope you <laughs> I just said, like, I mean, I just kind of always come at this, like, teacher-ish place, and I just think that's, like, I do think that that's cowardly. They already have a speed bump. They already have enough to overcome. Why interfere with that? And that's really just, like, we want you to go home in that case. I mean, I get it if you really want to make sure you stay in the race, by all means. Mm. Listen, Diana, y'all two didn't have to race for desperation. Most of the time, y'all were like, good, y'all are at the front having fun. Really? Like, as someone who races for desperation, <laughs> oh, hell yes, I would have. Well, well, we talked about that. We uh, said, could you imagine if Team Fox was on our season? Joey Butina in the chat room. Oh, he said he'd no, do it again. He'd do it again. Oh, yeah, you won. You, I hope you do everything the same again. <laughs> That's great. Thanks for joining us, Joey. You caught us at the end here. I love having you guys. Um, again, guys, I really appreciate each and every one of you. Is there anything else we want to get out there? Mike, We is there anything that you want to get out from past episodes? Maybe clear up some things? Or is there anything you want to – you have an opportunity, a platform? We get thousands <laughs> not, of not people. Really, man. <laughs> Eat more meat. I'm a butcher. No. Um, Eat more meat. Oh, what's your favorite cut? My favorite cut? Mm. Be careful. Tons of tens of people are listening. <laughs> tons of tens of Death Live. Row, uh, Death Row, probably Lamb Loin Chops. Ooh, lamb Loin Chops, okay. Lamb Loin Chops is probably my favorite. Nice. Uh, is great. I love, I love the podcast. I love you guys have got great insights, haven't done the race. you got great personalities. Thanks, Corey, a hell of a lot for showing up, bud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I tested him. Nice he said he's on a flight. His flight got delayed. He yeah, feels bad. Well, uh, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, um, you guys are killing it. I enjoy this. Every week I look forward to it. So thanks for having me on, man. No, thank no, you, man. We, we really appreciate this cast, and we hope that you, your season saves us. So we need one more season, one more. All what stars. are tummy sticks? What tummy what sticks? What are tummy sticks? Uh oh. Uh, <laughs> how many people are watching this? Uh-oh. <laughs> Hundreds of tens. Right. That doesn't sound like something, especially if Redmond brought it up. You know it's not something good. No, uh, Joey I, brought it up. I'm sure Joey brought it up. It's something I suggested to Joey at the LA airport on day one. And we'll just leave it to everybody's imagination. Um, I guarantee Uh-oh. it has something to do with a male appendage of some animal, but that's what I'm guessing. <laughs> All right, America and every other country that's watching, uh, we really appreciate it. Don't hang up right away because yeah. I want to know. <laughs> we really appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you so much for spending your time with us. Wow, you made it all the way through the podcast. If you want to continue to support the Races Recap, please check us out at racesrecap.com.